Welcome back to the NLF Insider Podcast. It's been a little bit uh, since the last time we hopped on, but very excited to get back after it with my co-host, Daggett Morse. Wonderful to be back. And our esteemed producer, Michael Flanagan. Hello, hello. Great to be great to be back with the podcast. We were able to uh, catch a lot of the best players in the in the country at the NLF and IMG. Daggett was not able to make it, but Flano sure was capturing all the action with his brand new camera that he wouldn't shut up about, and uh, you know turned out some pretty good content. So, um, you know, I'd like, it's, to, like it's, to apologize to you, gentlemen, for my absence. Thank you. Obviously, thank you. I don't know if you heard about this thing, kind of in a pandemic, and you know, coming through the holidays, you know. My sister brought home Omicron. Upper body injury in, in the protocol. Uh, but, you know, Flano was there. We, we got to catch a lot of the, the best guys in, in the class, which is really cool. And, um, you know, we're going to have a couple of them on, on this episode in a pair of five-star defensemen in Pete Lake from Loyola Blakefield and the Crabs and Matt Wills from LaSalle uh, High School and Big Four Triple H. So really excited. We talked defense, which makes Daggett, a very happy camper, and uh, you know, can't wait to get Love back after it. Love a defensive podcast, you know it. That's what we're here for, you know, just make the people happy. Flan, I'd love to get some of your thoughts. My thoughts have already been uh, expressed through the the written word. So, what do you got? Yeah, uh, IMG was a blast. Daggett's a coward. Awesome time, awesome tournament, awesome coaches. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it was the wind. You know, that kind of made things a little tough from the filming perspective, but. Got some great highlights. Uh, Kyle Colsey, every time he got the ball in overtime, he pinged home the game winner, it seemed. Uh, Brady Pocorny scored an absolutely ridiculous under the underhand, one-handed goal um, in one of the consolation games. Team four from the 2024s took it home. Um, I mean, that, that was just an awesome event. I had a great time. Thank you again for having me, Matt. And, uh, you know, next year, maybe Daggett can grace us with his presence. Let's hope so. I, talking about that championship game, I mean, I was – I was watching the highlights, the post, and I was trying to cut up every, you know, clip and, and mention which player it was. And it was basically just the John Fisher versus Graham Stevens show in the cage. John Fisher from Battlefield, Virginia, plays for the Crabs, plays for VLC, ended up getting tournament MVP honors. Uh, he was absolutely unbelievable, especially in the finals. I want to say probably a close to 10 saves. And then Graham Stevens from Pingree and Leading Edge. Uh, I mean, he might have been the quote-unquote breakout guy of the tournament and 10 saves on, a, you know, and gave up one goal in the all-star game was, was pretty insane. And then in the championship game, he must've made close to 10 saves too. Um, you know, it, really the biggest takeaway for me, and this is just to, um, to further the, the Flano brand was the goaltending at IMG was absolutely incredible. I mean, there was probably eight or nine guys that could have had a good case to be in the all-star game and um, really just was not a good event to be in a, uh, an offensive player, having to shoot on those guys. And, I think it really kind of speaks to the strength of this class. I mean, we'll find out more about it, but, you know, you talk to people and everybody thinks they've got the best goal in the class and, and you know, there might be a case for it. There, there's probably going to be 20 to 25, you know, high level schools that are going to be really happy with their goalie come September, October. So really kind of interested to see how the goalie, um, you know, market shakes out when it comes to the recruiting. Um, we already named one five-star goalie. There's, there's another one, maybe two more to, to follow. But the one we named was Tate Wynn from Culver Academy and the West Coast Stars. He's been as uh, battle tested and I guess as proven at you know every major event. Um, and I mean, is a Culver goalie, so we just have to assume he's going to be absolutely incredible. So um, you know, not, not you know, not good. it's um, 
I think you can tell a lot from the strength of an event based on the goalies that are there. It's the position that always fills up quickest just by the nature of how few spots there are. So when you go to a, you know, especially a showcase style event, which IMG kind of sort of half is if you take out all the training in the first two days, um, if you go to one of those events and the goaltending is very average, that's it, generally not a good sign because there's only 10 guys tops. So if you can't get, you know, eight, nine really good goalies, how are you going to fill those other positions with 30, 40 guys? So it's always been great, you know, down at IMG, especially um, just to stack all those positions and see them get to work. I am loving this goalie talk. Can we do a whole uh, hour podcast on goalie talk? Just goalies. We're going to have every one of the top 20 ranked goalies come on and we'll just, you can talk to them. Okay. Sounds good. Just talk to 20 weird people because they play lacrosse goalie. Yeah. We're all very strange. I know we're nuts. Yeah. Very strange people. All right. Now we're going to send it over to our interviews with Pete Lake and Matt Wills. And we're very excited to be joined on the NLF Insider podcast by one of the best defensemen in the 2024 class from Loyola Blakefield and the Crabs, recently named a five-star prospect in the 24 class after his dominant performance at NLF and IMG. Welcome to the podcast, Pete Lake. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. We're, we're excited to have you. Um, really enjoyed watching you play at IMG. Saw you play in the fall, too, um, actually against Daggett Squad. Uh, you know, really impressed kind of throughout, you know, you've been consistently excellent. Uh, but, you know, first of all, t- tell us about your experience at IMG. What was that like? And, you know, not, not just going up against some of the best guys in the class, but learning from some pros, some D1 coaches. What was that whole experience like for you? I had a blast. I've went the last two years and both years. I think I've done really uh, fortunate with the coaches I've done. I got Coach Garland last year. And I learned a lot from him. And then I got Will Manny this year. And he taught me he taught me a ton about, you know, just like simple like tricks on how to play off ball. And also like the competition is just everybody down there is like some of the best guys in the class. There's no no really like drop off of players there. Yeah, I mean, you kind of mentioned it with Coach Manny a little bit. Um, obviously, really smart guy. Very, very good pro still you know, from he's an offensive guy, you're a defensive guy, what kind of tricks were you able to kind of pick up? And like, what did you kind of notice that, you know, he was able to show you? Um, so actually, one after one of our drills, I had asked, I forget his name, but it was, he's a Harvard coach. One of the, I think he's a defensive assistant coach. Ben Bergman. Was, Bergman. Yes, that was it. He was teaching, um, it's this like V-shaped thing off ball. And it's kind of like keep your head up field so somebody can't like cut in front of you. And I had asked him about it and he taught me something like it's just a quick like you push them kind of in their hip and they're not going to call it against you. But you kind of keep them in a spot where you want them. And he said like guys like Matt Dunn do it really well in the league. And he, he had never taught me that. So that was one that was the one main thing that kind of stood out and I've already used it a couple times throughout the times I've played after. What have the results been like with it? You kind of notice that it's already made an improvement in your game? Um, I would say a little. I haven't used it a ton yet, but mm-hmm. I've used it a couple times. I played Brendan Millen the, a couple weeks ago and he's really good off ball. And I used it a couple times against him and I definitely feel like it helps a little. 
Right. Well, that's great. And then you, you also touched on, you know, just going up against high caliber guys, every, every game, every rep, um, you know, what's that like and, and kind of, you know, familiarizing yourself a little bit with the class, but kind of seeing how you stack up. Uh, it's definitely a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, I, I love going up against the top guys and just, you know, challenging myself to compete with those guys, with the, the fast guys, the big guys, definitely a challenge that I like to have. And, you know, we talked at the event about uh, how, how you kind of cemented yourself as, as one of the five-star guys in the class. I think you were the second one that we announced, um, you know, what was that like for you? Just kind of knowing that you, you're being recognized, but, you know, we talked to obviously a lot of college coaches and club coaches and guys who have gone up against you and, you know, everyone speaks so highly of you. So it was kind of a no brainer, but you know, were you a little bit surprised or is it pretty kind of a pretty cool thing to, to have going into your sophomore year? Very cool. I was super happy after you had told me, um, I had hoped I would get it. I wasn't sure though. My coaches had like told me, nothing about rankings, but like told me that people liked me. And I was, when you told me, I was super happy. I had a big smile on my face for the rest of the night. It's well-deserved, Ben, but you kind of think it maybe also on the flip side, puts a little target on your back. Like people, I mean, people already know who you are when they're going to go play the crabs or Loyola, but does it add a little bit more to it? Maybe a little, I don't, I don't think it's a huge target. I think, even if there's a target, I think I can uh, stand my ground. I think yeah. I'll be targeted. I think I'll be able to withstand the people coming at me. But I would say it definitely is. I would say more just being on crabs is more of a target because everybody crabs is like known as such a great team, like throughout the like uh, classes. And that's just like it's one of those teams like you see on the like your schedule for the weekend. And that's kind of the game you really want to win. I mean, yeah, definitely Daggett, a, definitely yeah. a big brand, right? Yeah. Daggett's yeah. definitely putting you down right now as PD five stars for uh, next summer. So he's already game planning against you. <laughs> already game planning. Um, and yeah, speaking to that a little bit, um, I know you, you kind of an interesting perspective on the crabs. I know the crabs and old Bay uh, came together, um, kind of joined at the end of last summer obviously crabs and old bay go together like crabs and old bay i mean maybe even better than peanut butter and jelly like i get it um so what's it been like kind of joining those two teams together obviously it's made you guys you know one of the best squads in the country but how's that dynamic been you know playing with new guys and some guys you've been with for a long time it was definitely a lot of fun Uh, some of my best friends or one of my best friends mason hill who is at Loyola, he tore his ACL first game of the season. But he, he was on crabs, and a couple other of my good friends were on crabs, so joining and playing with them. And then also just um, new, like, coach, Coach Incarnata. He's really good, and I've learned a lot from him. And I would just say – I would say Reed Gills is the, the main thing about joining together. That kid getting is getting the ball every play. Yeah, I don't have to play a ton of defense, and <laughs> it's always nice like that way. So, so this is what you're telling me is this is the crossover event that the rest of us aren't ready for. So, <laughs> I should have my head on a swivel. Watch out. Yeah, I've seen I've seen it once. It wasn't a whole lot of fun in the second half of that matchup. 
um pete you know obviously kind of have to ask about it and, and we talked a bit about it but you have such a, an amazing backstory and last last spring was so crazy you know you take the shot to the chest a pretty innocuous shot i'm sure you've taken all you know you've you've blocked a whole bunch of shots before and then you know you can explain it in greater detail but i guess you know some variation of like cardiac arrest basically right And you kind of had to be almost brought back to life and um you know thank thank goodness for some some doctors who are in attendance trainers aeds you know take take us through that whole process um it was it was quite a process uh it happened and then i don't really remember the whole i don't remember any of the people coming and helping me i remember waking up and then you know just kind of being surprised like what just happened then people telling me, getting the truck going off. And it was definitely a surreal moment. That was, I can't say I ever thought would ever happen. I didn't know if that was really a thing. And definitely caught me by surprise. Yeah, I mean, when you first come, you know, you, you first come to and, and everyone's kind of working on you and stuff like that. And I'm sure a little bit after, like, did you, did you maybe even think like, am I going to play lacrosse again? Or like, what was kind of your, you know, once you realized that you were on the road back, like, did, was there kind of some, were you a little bit scared or some apprehension? Um, I would definitely say I was scared. I, one of the first things I said when I woke up was like, can I, can I play? And that was shot down pretty quick. They did. <laughs> Can't imagine why. They did not. They didn't let me even like sit up at all, but I would, I didn't really understand probably the gravity of like the whole situation. I didn't know um, how serious it was, how, um, how serious or like how this doesn't happen a lot. And I didn't know how long it would take, but I don't think at any point I thought I wasn't going to play lacrosse again. I think I just like kept my spirits up. And I wanted to play ever since I got hit and they wouldn't let me get back up. Yeah. So I, I read up on this a little bit when it happened. because so obviously got passed around. And then again today, do I have it right that it was two weeks before you were back? Right around that time. It was about probably more like three. Cause I had to okay. get a test on like, I had some like heart monitor thing for like four days. And that's kind of what helped me up. They wanted to make sure that, like, if I went through my normal day, it, would my heart rate go up, down, all over the place, or if it would just stay, like, gotcha. the normal pace. So but I, I just got to get this dialed in. You know, three weeks on the IR, you know, you know, Pete Lake, injured reserve, parentheses, spitting in the face of death, close parentheses, three weeks. So the next time I have someone milking like a bum ankle, I just want to make sure I get the details right when I throw this at. I'm like, I, I'm just saying, you know, you, you rolled an ankle, you're out for a month and a half. Could be a little worse here, bud. <laughs> Jagged's sending this entire podcast to his team, by the way, right now. So Absolutely. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me. Um, but an, another follow-up on that, this is the first year of, I'm pretty sure it's, it's countrywide. I know it is up here where they're mandating the new and improved chest protectors, shoulder pads, everything, the new Noxie standard. Obviously, um, we all talk about it, and I know I've had guys 
kind of pissing and moaning about having to buy new pads or not wanting to wear them. Um, I was certainly one of the worst in men's league. I don't think I wore chest pads after college um, just because I thought that was uncomfortable. Obviously, you're in a really unique spot to kind of speak to, you know, this change happening. So if you wouldn't mind, just give me your thoughts on new equipment coming in and, you know, how it might be important to spend the 40 bucks instead of going to the hospital. Yeah, um, I would definitely say get the pads. They're def- they're not worth the what could happen, even though how unlikely it is. I personally don't think the pads are that uncomfortable. Um, I definitely have something in the back of my head, though, that says I have to wear these, which other people do not. And I even have to wear an extra pad. So I would. I would definitely just go buy the pads and not deal with the consequences of what could happen. Pete, going back to on the field stuff, you know, we, you, you broke down your playing style a little bit for me at IMG, but you know, it seems like you kind of really pride yourself on just always being in the right spot, you know, having your stick in the right spot, your footwork's great, you know, obviously big and strong, which helps you kind of push back on guys. Like you kind of think that that's, you know, really your, your best thing is that you're just, you're able to kind of take away guys one-on-one and, and basically, you know, hold guys off the score sheet without, needing to throw a ton of checks or anything like that definitely i think the one thing about me is i'm like pretty big and then i do have the fast um i've got pretty fast feet so i can like go guard the you know smaller guys that are pretty shifty and then i can go guard like a bigger guy and then kind of take both of them out of the game and i think that's one of the things that i'm best at have you always been kind of that style? Have you always been, a, you know, patient and just kind of trying to figure out, figure guys out? Or were you a little bit wilder with, with throwing checks when you were younger and you've had to, you know, tame it down a little bit? What's What's been kind of your development like? Um, I was terrible when I was younger. I, really? I, I used to play attack till sixth grade. I was probably the worst attackman you could ask for on your team. I Why is that? Be- I sat behind just didn't move the whole game and sometime passed. <laughs> it wasn't until sixth grade where I went to Hoko B tryouts and then the coach told me to pick up a long pole. And that's where it started. And I was pretty bad from the from the start. <laughs> Seems to have worked out okay. But so yeah. how have you gotten to this point then in, in three, four years or whatever? Like how have you gone from this you know, self-described terrible attackman uh, who was so bad that they said, please pick up a pole for, for the love of God, take the pole. Um, and now you're this nasty defenseman who's going to be, you know, on top of just about every school's recruiting board uh, come September 1. I would definitely say it started off with um, my coach from Hoto Bay, Mike Macheron, who played at, I think, Towson. And he pretty much taught me you know, all the rules. I didn't know what a slash was my one of a couple of my first games. So that I definitely came a long way from that. And then Matt, uh, Coach Abrams, my loonies coaches, all of those guys have taught me like so much since that point of the start from picking up the pole. Gotcha. Well, it's a, it seems like I said, it seems to have worked out. Um, heading into the summer, obviously September one looms. Not to, you know, skip ahead the, the high school season here. What's the summer look like for the Crabs? You know, what, what's the team got in store? You guys going on a three-month tear? 
you know, just destruction everywhere for the rest of us. Uh, help me out in the, the start of the scouting report here. I would, I would hope we are going to go on a tear this summer. I'm not sure exactly what tournaments we're doing. I know a couple uh, NLF things, um, but I hope, I hope the crabs are coming for teams, especially Massachusetts. Oh, well, there you go. Just, that's just that's, rude. that's perfect. Cut that one off, Lana. We're putting it out on the uh, on Instagram board material. This is going on the locker room wall. Unbelievable. <laughs> going on the Massachusetts Instagram right there. Yeah, I hope God. so. Just you like better... you tuned them up in the fall, right, Pete? Oh, now we can't lose to them now. <laughs> you better hope you don't trip over your shoelaces or something. I'm cutting that clip as soon as possible if it happens. <laughs> so, who are a couple uh, of the other boys that'll that'll have it out for us? You know, who are you looking forward to playing with this summer on the Crab Squad? That I should be looking out for. We should be looking out for. Oh, um, I would say Liam Powell. He's my best friend. He's uh, plays at Loyola with me. Made varsity as a freshman with me. We've done everything together at school. Uh, Mason Cook also Loyola kid. Mason Hill, another Loyola kid. I'm I'll sensing a theme here. I'll get off the Loyola kids now. Um, big day for the Loyola uh, brand. <laughs> I have to shout him out. <laughs> um, Spencer Ford. He's he's awesome. I, he makes life easy because he's just like a coach on the field. He slows down the game for us and makes my job easy not having to play tired. And I would say, you know, Reed. Reed's a problem. Oh, yeah. We're, we're well aware of him. <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot. There's tons of guys. Our middies are... We got like a lot of good minis, a lot of depth. Our LSMs, both of them are really good at ground balls. The whole defense is good. I would say John Fisher. I think John Fisher's Ooh, he was one of the, I think John Fisher's the best goalie, or if not the best, one of the best in the whole class. I think he's amazing. And Gordy. You put on a show at IMG. Yeah, he was decent. Yeah. Yeah, you you walked it back a little bit. You almost said the best. Come on now. If you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. You already got the right bulletin up. board material. He's see, right he's, up there. Gas your boy up. He's the best goalie in the country. <laughs> I think he is. There it is. There it is. He is. How about real quick, one, one more thing. You know, what are you what are you kind of expecting for Loyola this year? The MIAA is always a bear, um, and I'm sure this year will be no different, but you, your defense should be as good as anybody with, uh, with some of those dudes running around next to you. So take us through that. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think our team, we've got a we've got a good shot at we've got a lot of good players. Like our attack's been a little um unhealthy. We've got a couple guys who have been banged up at attack and on offense. Our defense, we've got a ton of guys. Got good short stats, good goalies, close. Middies and off our offense. We just got to get healthy, and I think we'll be well set off with good fit. We'll have good face-off play, and hopefully we can go into the season and win some games. How about, uh, you know, as, as Dagan mentioned, September 1 looms. Do you have your, your eyes on any programs in particular? Or you're, what are you kind of looking for in a school, and, you know, what do you, uh, where do you kind of envision yourself? I don't exactly uh, – I don't exactly know exactly where I want. I don't really have a dream school, but I, I will say everybody I do ask 
or everybody does tell me I'm going to Maryland. And I, I oh, am, is that so? Oh, I there am, you go. Sure. But that's just because AJ and Matt went there. Right. But I would Matt, they're definitely up there. Um, we'll be claiming I, that we had it first. If that, yeah, we're happened. absolutely going to put this out right now and just, <laughs> just schedule it for September 1 at 12.01 and we can, we can have the scoop that you heard it here first from Pete Lake's mouth. He's going to Maryland. Loyal Great. listeners will know. You know, we have this in January, February, whatever it is. Uh, it's not a bad school to end up at. I wouldn't no. mind. There's yeah, tons okay. I, I, get, I have to wait to see how it plays out. Hopefully it'll go really well. But I definitely say Maryland is up there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Pete. We really appreciate it. Um, great to hear, you know, not just about how, how great of a player you are, but your, your, your incredible backstory. And it's just awesome to, to see you out there just kind of dominating. Um, really just, you know, I think it was one of the most dominant, if not the most dominant performance at IMG, just kind of all over the field. Like you said, guarding small, guarding bigger dudes, a little bit of everything. So thanks again for, uh, for being a part of this. And we'll be rooting for you in the spring and summer, especially thank when you play Massachusetts. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And we're thrilled to be joined by another five-star defenseman, um, this time from LaSalle College High School outside of Philly and Big Four Triple H NLF founding member, um, lefty defenseman, Matt Wills. Matt, thanks for joining us. No problem. Uh, very excited to be here. Uh, it's really excited when I first found out. Uh, I want to thank you for the write-up and everything like that. Uh, really excited to be here. Yeah, man, no worries. You know, I had to represent for Philly, so <laughs> there might be 25 stars in this class just from Philly, so um, I, and then there'll be like six from other regions, so we got we to gotta rep the home squad, but yeah, I mean, you, you kind of touched on it, but named a five-star after IMG. You had a great performance there. You were great at the IMLCA event, and I remember the NLF fall event, too. It's just kind of, that's one of the things you look for when naming these guys. It's a consistency. Um, you know, how do you kind of best describe your playing style, and you know, how do you think you've been able to have so much success against some of the, the better guys in the class? Um, honestly, I would I would really say that it's it has mostly to do with um, you know, being the youngest of four. You know, with my brother going to Penn State, my sister playing college Loyola, my other sister who played uh, college basketball. So it's like I I walk out on the field knowing that it, like I I got something to prove. Uh, so I also have like a lot of confidence out there, but. On my one-on-one matchups, you know, like I'm, I'm really confident that I can take anybody out there. So it's really just, uh, for me, it's really just locking in and moving my feet and playing good defense. Yeah, I mean, you also you can also throw a check or two. Uh, something I've noticed, and I mean, you know, you kind of think that the physical kind of tough aspect is has helped kind of mold you as well too. Just you know, being able to cover, but also being able to toss some guys around. Yeah. Um, what about you know? You kind of touched on it with with your family having such an athletic background i mean you got sister loyola you said you had you have another sister that played college basketball yeah she played uh college basketball at delaware valley okay and then your brother's at penn state right he's an alignment yes all right so <laughs> being the youngest of four do you kind of feel like a little bit of pressure with that and you know you, you said you had to prove yourself you kind of you kind of think like man i, I gotta live up to all of this yeah i mean like <laughs> it's kind of hard to describe i mean you know, seeing my brother and how hard he's worked, and especially with my sister, with all their dedication, you know, obviously I have to, I have to live up to that. But I'm not, you know, when, I, when I'm on the field and I'm playing, I'm not really uh, worried about, you know, if I can live up to what my 
brothers and sisters can do. I kind of just want to make a name for myself and, you know, see how far I can get myself. Who's Who's got the upper edge in one-on-one -on -one battles between you and your sister? Has to be her, right? No, that's all me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's, pretty, she's pretty good. I don't know. She might, she, I'm sure she's put you in a blender once or twice. Uh, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, just teasing you, just teasing you. But, um, you know, Obviously, we, we named you a five star after the event. Like, were you kind of expecting it? Did you know there's a possibility? Like, did you really? When did you kind of realize that you know you're one of the better players in the whole class? Um, I guess, um, you know, I never really wanted to think about like where I was going to be ranked. It was kind of just like how much I can personally improve. But I found out I was uh, running two and twos with. It was at LaSalle. It was, uh, we didn't have a cross that day. It was me, Paul Van Besselaar, and Stevie Davis. And right after we just got caught, I picked up my phone and uh, Coach Forster told me I was going to be a five-star. I was really excited. I wasn't expecting it. I was uh, looking forward towards the rankings, but it was kind of just like out of the blue, I guess. I don't know. It was filled with a lot of excitement. Yeah, well, like you said, you know, certainly on your way, trying to make your own name. Um, you know, starting as a freshman at LaSalle, which – I'm sure people have told you just doesn't happen very often. Um, what What's in store for the spring season there? How are you guys looking? You know, how was it being back as now a veteran, not, you know, that the new freshman doesn't know anything. Um, how's that going? Uh, this year, I mean, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be pretty solid. I think we're doing pretty well. I mean, I, I love, um, you know, our upperclassmen on defense. Our goalie is also a sophomore, just like me. He's, he's really, he's, I think he's, going to have a really good season this year and for the next two years can't wait to see what he puts subs and if Matt Nelson um you know obviously we're really strong face off and uh our midi lines are really good I just I want to see what we can can really put together this year I think we can have a really good run nice and you know obviously LaSalle one of the best programs in the state and then playing for Triple H another you know spot that has a long line of really good defensemen just from coaching against the program for a while you always know you're going to see a bunch of really good polls out there and it's going to be well put together. So how, how about for the summer? Are you, you primed to, you know, two goals allowed average? What are we looking at here? <laughs> um, I'm feeling, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm just really trying to go out there and play. I can't wait for the summer. I can't wait to like, see you know, what our team is going to get, but you know, obviously like Mr. Chandy said, I got to work on my checks a little bit. So we'll, uh, we'll see what's up. So we'll work on your checks a little bit. Now I'm curious. Now, now, now we're nuts and bolts here. We, we slashing too much. We got to dial it down. You were a surgeon. Are you a butcher? Like, or do we just need more tricks? I just feel like, well, you know, when I'm playing defense, I could, you know, whether it be a slab, whether it be a lift, whether I can get my stick in there or not, I'm always usually moving my feet and bodying. I feel like I can, you know, some more practice, especially with the uh, coach wrestle. So I'll be able, I'll be able to, uh, you know, put my stick in a better spot, be able to go throw some better checks. Well, the attackman won't like it, but I'll like to, I'll like watching it. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Coach Rich probably knows a thing or two about coaching defense, right? He might, he might know a thing or two. Thunder seen a game or two. How about, how about, you know, how has your time been with, with Triple H and, you know, has it been a more recent, like, did you join more recently? Have you been around for a couple of years and, you know, playing for a, a program that takes so much pride in its development, you know, how, how, how much has your game kind of come forward uh, with coach Billy McKinney. So originally I uh, think I started playing lacrosse when I was around first grade, maybe, and I played for uh, Uprising 
And then I ended up like maybe third or fourth grade and I'm playing Triple H as well with Uprising. And I guess Uprising kind of just like fell apart near my sixth grade year. So then I was just playing Triple H. But um, originally I was actually playing attack in MIDI. It was doing some face-offs. And then one year I just didn't really like it and switched to defense. But yeah, I've been with uh, Triple H for a pretty long time now. I mean, I've loved every second of it. Uh, usually every other year we have a different team. I'm always, you know, happy to meet new kids on the team, even kids who are guest playing. Um, I'm just excited for the summer, see what our, what our team's going to be like, how far we can get, you know, maybe win a chip, maybe not. We'll see. But, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. So we got to clarify because it's a classic move where you slide down the field, you end up with a pull. Did, did we switch to defense or were you switched to defense? I think it was like, um, yeah, initially I was playing MIDI and I, like, I just, I could, like, I wasn't, I wasn't that good at playing MIDI, I guess. So my coach was just like, hey, like, just put a pull in your hands. You're a big guy. You're real physical. It's see what Tale you as old as time, <laughs> but it's worked out. Can't say it hasn't. <laughs> How about, uh, you know, is there, is there been anybody in the 24 class you really kind of enjoy going up against one-on-one? Like, you know, who are some of the top attack men that, that you've had to go on up, had to go up against and, and, you know, how much has that kind of helped uh, elevate your game to another level when you're playing against the great competition at all the NLF events? Uh, I think at the uh, IMLCA event at Florida, I was guarding uh, Brady Corny. He was pretty uh, tough to guard. He's really talented, strong lefty. Um, I still, uh, I'm looking forward to guard, uh, Kyle Cosley. Yeah. He's on that team too. He's really talented, really fast. Um, he's definitely got the skills. You know, I'm just, uh, I will say that those two out there right now, really, uh, just eager to get back matched up against them. They've definitely given me my hardest times guarding. So just, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, perfect. How about, uh, I don't know how, how in depth you want to go on this, but, you know, is there any school that you you might have an eye for it as, you know, I know September one's a little far away, but uh, is there any school that you've kind of had a dream school growing up or, you know, any, anyone in particular that, that you'd like to maybe go to? Um, I guess I've been thinking about this a lot recently because as much as I want to say, oh, I got like a lot of time, like I, it's, it'll be here before I know it. Uh, my dream school's, thinking about lacrosse like I obviously really want to play at like Notre Dame UNC Duke and uh now I think it's like it can be in reach like that goal can be achieved if I just keep working obviously there's still a lot of uh work that needs to be done uh still a lot of room for improvement but yeah I would love to end up at a school like Notre Dame Duke UNC um maybe a Penn or Yale an Ivy League school like that that's it's really just uh you know, just a dream right now. I still got to put in a lot of work. One more thing going back to LaSalle, early exit in the state tournament last year, which pretty much never happens in LaSalle. So, and I know talking to Coach Forster, your 24 class is ridiculous. I mean, you making a run for a state title this year? What's the deal? I, I think so. I think we should go. I, I think we should win the state chip. I think that's There you go. There you go. I'm Way to put it out there. No, no, not even question anymore. We're winning the state chip. That's I like bang. It. I like bang. It. Let's go. Uh, who's going to be your toughest competition? I mean, the defending state champs are pretty good. Always got a soft spot in my heart for Rala, so yeah. Radner's always a, a problem. Uh, I guess Radner and Garner Valley looking out for those two teams. I guess yeah. my freshman year, I was thinking about 
playing in the state, you know, championship because that would have been a possibility. And I was thinking about, you know, Ratner, who we played one and over time against the uh, first uh, season game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Carnival with Max Buesenkill and Chris Henning. They got a lot of athletes on that team. So either one of those teams, we could probably end up against them. But that'll be – hopefully we'll play them, and that'll be a great game. I think. Yeah, Buse and Kell and, and Henning both some uh both also Triple H guys. So yeah. some decent talent coming out of that program, huh? Um well listen, uh that's if you know that's all for me. Daggett, you got anything else? No, no you, I mean, good strong predictions. So I don't have to draw it out of them like our uh, like our last interview. So it's perfect. I'm gonna make sure I tag Coach Forster in this one too, to make sure he he gets he yells at you a little bit. So sure. it'll be good. No, I'm just messing with you. But listen, appreciate the time. Uh it was awesome. And uh so thank you again to uh, newly minted five-star defenseman Matt Wills from LaSalle, Big Four Triple H, for coming on the podcast. We're looking forward to watching you play this spring and, and definitely this summer too. Um, and best of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Pleasure being here. Thanks, Matt. All right. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. And thank you to Matt Wills and Pete Lake for taking the time to, to join us on the podcast. Really kind of cool to uh, get some insight from them on what's helped you know, turn them into such special players uh, from the Crabs and Triple H. And, uh, you know, really excited to kind of see them this spring, this summer, and then kind of where they end up uh, getting recruited to. So uh, thanks to Daggett. Nice to have him back. And Flano, keep doing your thing. Congrats on the Men's League Championship, by the way. Woohoo! hoo